0: Hello, I'm Natalie Morrison reporting from Hamburg where I'm at Partnerships in Clinical Trials. With recent draft documents, risk-based monitoring strategies for clinical trials have been a big focus here, and many are questioning how long it will be until full regulations are established. But with the naturally flexible monitoring system, how easy will it be to establish ground rules? We asked experts, including Hazel Volfart from United Biosource, who told us that regulations need to be established and that therapeutic risk categories are the key.
1: Well, I think the main problem is with doing the risk-based monitoring, you, there's, there's no base regulations, and so they're going to have to establish a model. Um, they need to have Maybe uh, scheme A, B, and C, creating categories in reference to the type of risk that that certain product that's being assessed uh, would fall into. What could we, you know, what kind of monitoring would we require as a, as the regulatory body? This is What I would like to see, I don't know, it doesn't exist, but it's what I think we should be done, and say, you know, this is a drug that has high risks. It should be monitored within an X number of frequency for the risks for the for the so the SAEs and the AEs, and uh, so that we can keep an eye on those.
0: Ralph Oxenfarf, from Perceptive Informatics, suggested patients should be the focus and that regulators should look to interactive risk-based monitoring through EDC systems.
2: I think if regulators take a positive approach to more risk-based monitoring, this this would be helpful for this industry. The question is, um, would it be a patient-based risk-based monitoring, would it be a population-based risk-based monitoring? I think this is something they need to have a look into more details on that. There currently a lot of initi- initiatives going on regarding risk-based monitoring and uh, we from a technology point of view are able to provide some services within our EDC system to support risk-based monitoring, especially when it comes to source data verification.
0: However, there were also those such as Icons Dermat Kenny who foresee no change needed for the regulatory authorities.
3: I think um, the uh, regulators last year um, put out some pretty uh, clear draft guidance um, that, uh, you know, gave the industry the opportunity um, to really proceed with rolling out risk-based monitoring. I think it's up to the industry. Um, to demonstrate that they understand how to uh, how to measure risk and how to design trials um, that are able to deliver a clean database um, based on a risk-based approach, and you know the, the best companies that do that um, will be accepted by the regulators. and um, Companies that don't do that well will have challenges with the regulators. But I don't see that as being any different to how things are today.
0: Anna, what about the flexibility of the model? Do you think that could present difficulty for the regulators? I think
3: think at the end of the day, the um, the FDA will consider, or, or the regulators will consider, the quality of the database based on what they're delivered and based on what they can see. Um, today they receive all sorts of uh, uh, deliverables from many different clients following different approaches. Um, there is no real gold standard in terms of how things are done and, and there's a level of interpretation that the regulators have to put into that. I don't see that as changing at all. I think the regulators will continue to uh, proceed down that route. I think the regulators will begin to use um, better technologies to measure risk within databases themselves and to try and identify trends and issues with databases, and I think that will make it easier for them uh, to understand what's going on. Um, but but I, you know, I don't think there's a huge change, different challenge for the industry here. I think, I think we're just moving down the same track.
0: I'm Natalie Morrison for Outsourcing Pharma. Thank you.